Welcome to the Point After Show with Kyle Maurer, Marshall Heslaw, and Ian DeWitt. This is the show where the guys attempt to pick the winners of the weekly NFL games along with some healthy debate about current topics. Let's go. Let's go. Welcome back in the studio. Hey. Bro. It's been a while. Too long. Way too long. We're back. I missed you guys. I know. We, I don't. Did you listen to the potty and be real? I did not. I did not have time. I'll be honest. I'm going to tell you, I listened to the pod. I was homesick from work a couple days last week, so I had some time. And Ben Kono, do you got enough puns? My <laughs> God. The guy gave me a pun about every pun, and I just sat there either hearing or. Yeah. It was just, it was intense. I respected how many puns there were. Uh, I liked that Rick remembered that I said uh, Doug Baldwin and Tyler Lockett came out of the womb 50 yards downfield <laughs> in the end zone wide open. Right. Makes me happy to hear that some of our listeners uh, hear and follow along with That's some funny. of our things. Uh, I'm going to have fir- to retroactively go back and, and listen to this now. It's it's yeah. a it's going to be really weird. I meant to. I just Last week was really crazy. There was a lot going on. Kyle and I talked about how this pod really does have a like expiration date. And if you don't listen to this during the week, it's very hard to listen to it. So I'll be interested to see if you do listen to it. Let us know. Well, the it, also the thing is that last week we covered a lot of um, more open questions. Because yeah. I had that I is a standstill episode. Been, yeah, yeah. It, it, we didn't really uh, talk a whole lot about last week of football. I had guests. I had some kids on here, like a couple of <laughs> like uh, young kids. Yeah, and we just talked about their favorite players and their Legit. favorite teams. And I love that bold predictions that are funny. Um, that's fun. I yeah. got a kick out of it. Uh, our first, our question of the week: If you could travel to any area in history, time, and place, where and when would it be? I'm going to add to this question: There has to be a football player that attends with you. A football player or a coach, you need to bring him with you. <laughs> so Jamie asked a question. I added in the football thing. If you'd like me to go first, I'd go first. Uh, can I take like what's his name? Uh, Jamal Williams. Is that his name? Yeah, from the uh, technically now the, Saints the Saints. Now? Can yeah. I take him to like Japan or, or whatever? He would love oh, that. Yeah. In what year? Like late nineties yeah. or we thought next early... year. Oh wow, <laughs> the future. Year. Wow. Okay, Ian, do you got one or you want me to go? You can go. You can go. I I want to take uh, Bill Belichick to uh, the medieval times, <laughs> wherever the location is. I just think I want to see him with a beef stick in his hand. Mm. That's the only reason I want it. I just want to okay. take Dan Campbell all mm. the way to a time period where it's just like, I want to see if he could be a gladiator. Oh. I want to go to ancient Rome. Okay. And I want to be like, Campbell, get in there. Go beat some lions. <laughs> just, I like that. Just see what he does. What if we brought like uh, McDaniels, McVay, and uh, who and LaFleur and brought him back to like the late 90s and made him a boy band? Oh, okay. I... Okay. Love. I could see that. What do you think about NSYNC coming back, by the way? I didn't realize they were. Speaking NSYNC. of music, can I break a little news? Whoa. Do you guys know who the Super Bowl halftime show is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you serious? Usher. Usher. Yeah. Usher. Oh, man. Ooh, baby. How cool. I'm so excited. Yeah. Wow. That's... He's got a great catalog. I don't know if you've ever listened to I, I mean, for... he had the viral clip from his Tiny Desk uh, episode he did for NPR. The watch this, watch this, with his hands over his eyes. For those of you listening at home that couldn't see me just doing it, Uh, he has an amazing catalog. He is going to blow the roof off that place. It feels like 20 years overdue. I mean, he's no longer 
way he's way past his my only usher uh like thing in my life i remember of usher all the kids listened to confession part two and my fifth grade (laughs) teacher said why are you guys idolizing this man who cheated on his wife and wrote a song about it and i'm like it's really catchy. It's <laughs> like fine, and then walked away. So, awesome. well, let's move on to our biggest news. We're going to kind of have a little bit of a round robin talking about the games today. And for me, I'm going to talk about Miami. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys played Madden throughout the days. They went and put the game sliders all the way up, and they put the game sliders for the Broncos all the way down, seventy to twenty. At one point during the game, I'm sitting there thinking. Well, they can only do so many fake pitch shovels to the middle. I'm pretty sure their running backs combined for five touchdowns and over 280 yards combined. Oh my goodness! All like, I know, their starting running back got 45 yard, uh, 45 points in fantasy, and the backup got 51. All I know is insane. No team in NFL history has ever had five. Passing touchdowns and five rushing touchdowns crazy. separately scored on them in a single game. They're the third team wow. in NFL history to have 70 points in a game. So. And they could have got the record. Oh, yeah. They could have. They were within field goal distance to end the game, but they kneeled. You think it's done? Like You thought the game was done, and it's like, oh, they have like 56 points. You're like, holy crap. And they had like five plays that went 80-yard touchdown from a backup quarterback – Broncos return a kick for 95 yards, and two plays later they run the Dolphins run for 75 yards and a touchdown. Those were the last three touchdowns. It was insane, 70 to 20. So, wow! Shout out to the Dolphins. What do we got next on our biggest news? Uh, we're gonna go with um, the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Bears are in trouble. Okay. They they're not looking very good, and they just mm. got blown out by the Chiefs. It was like 41 to 10 or something ridiculous. 30, like 31 that. to 10, I think. Or, yeah, 41 to 10. I'm 41 sorry. to 10. But they had like 30 points going into the half. And then Mahomes was actually like benched halfway through, I think, the third quarter mm. because it was just that bad. Right. And then on top of just how bad they are on the field, they have the whole Allen Williams thing going on off the field where. I for a, like a while there, I had no idea what was actually going on. They just you said, and everybody else, yeah. Because <laughs> like they didn't say anything. They said he was he was stepping back because of some health things. But then there was this whole thing that came out in the news about a raid. It was his attorney who made the announcement, which was odd. Yeah, and then it was like, well, no, Hallis Hall wasn't raided, but his house was raided. And then there was other stuff coming out about how eight like the. Human Resource Department was also involved in recommending that he was let go. Just really be, weird. I'm just, yeah, just really weird, and I'm just kind of like, what the hell? And then is add going to the on? football, and then, oh, and their yeah. uh, stadium was uh, stolen from. Yeah, the Bears are just casually. In summary, the Bears are just a shit show. They're yeah, they're, they're a cluster. Awful on the field, awful off the field. Justin Fields, just like. Uh, like, why, why are you guys playing so bad? Like, what can you do to improve? Oh, it's the coaching. Right. Like, because that's going to help. Like, I, even I if will say that his quote was taken out of context. A, I mean, he... A little bit out of, to be fair. To Whoa. be fair. Ding, ding. Uh, yeah, that was taken a little... And he came... He rushed out the next day to... No, not that. the next day. That day. Yeah. That he, day. They, was the they took day? him it out of practice to tell him day. what was going on, that they were having this backlash, and he took questions at his locker. Yeah. And he said, I want to make sure everyone comes over here to hear this. 
That seems like a, a piece of the story that's getting blown out. Yeah, agreed. Proportion but, bigger than, yeah. but it is still like. But on the field, the they're media uh, ate it up, and it became awful. a distraction. They're terrible. Which and that does distract the organization. I'm sure the team is not appreciating being the story for these reasons. And, okay. Also, in other news uh, from this weekend, the Lions came up with a impressive victory against the Atlanta Falcons, a team that was two and zero. Now the Lions improved to two and one. And this is a good, a good, uh, I think, uh, a good game for the young talent on the Lions in particular. We've got Gibbs and and Birch and Laporta, Laporta got a nice touchdown. Yeah, Laporta. Uh, As a huge touch. These huge touchdown. These are the things that you really want to see. Uh, I think Goff is yeah. playing uh, very efficiently. The young players. He are, had a read option walked into the end zone today. I, I know I saw you don't re, it's very rare to see golf run in yeah. and I was like right. it was nice nice to nice. see that, that was around. the touchdown that like kind of capped it off like you know, you're like all right we're, we're like in a sizable lead here we're probably gonna win this mm. I still admire uh, what the Falcons were able to do and think that that team has some interesting things going on it put up six points what well, do you mean? I know, but they're their still... defense looks pretty good, though. Yeah, I think that they're they're the they are the zig when people zag. The entire league is like spread them out, five wide receivers, monster tight ends, and they're like, how about we get three really good running backs? The big thing that the Lions <laughs> did that I thought was what helped, like what made them win, wasn't their offense; it was their defense. Yeah, their defense kept Robinson like under control. And there wasn't a lot of big plays, and the running game was just completely eliminated. And I was like, that's that's huge, because our defense last year was what was causing us to lose games. And this year, this was the first, like, like the game against the Chiefs, the defense played well, and then in this game, they played well. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping the defense is really coming around. Yeah, will it travel? That'll be the next question for the Lions. Mm. The next on the biggest news, I have just a question for us. Are the Browns good? Difficult, are they? Difficult uh, to say. Yeah, I think as a, as a team, no. I think some particular units are strong. Many other teams would envy. But if you put it all together, no. I'm going emphatically, no. There's some are they? really no. big lowlights of, of Watson like circulating like his stats are not that great i don't know how he played i, I would go so far as to say they're bad they quarterbacks they, they would be openly criticize our performance he had bad. probably i don't think this week he had probably one of the worst plays i've ever seen though he literally threw a ball backwards to nobody yeah that did happen today you were <laughs> right about was, that i i he was guilty of two face mask penalties uh in the Steelers and, game and shoving a ref Today he was 27 of 33, two touchdowns, 289 yards, no interceptions. That's the first good game he's had. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Like, we can't say it's no. bad if he did that today. And no. he did against the Titans, the Titans team that we save, Rabel, defense, macho, you know, run downhill. You don't want to play him in the fourth quarter. 27 to 3, they beat him. Yeah. And that's pretty convincing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but they did lose the Steelers, who we've just been jokingly watching Sunday Night Football saying they don't scare me at all. So they're they're a question mark team. They're one of those teams that did we learn anything today? Did we not? I don't know. Comparing the last two weeks, they're two different teams that both wear the same uniform. Yeah. Uh, that have a quarterback I despise. Ian, next. Packers won, and oh. it's, it's like Did you a, hear about the controversy? I'm sorry to cut you off. No, I didn't hear about the Huge. controversy. 
I think they might shut the city down. Jordan Love never did the Lambo leap after he got a touchdown. Oh. What? Wow. Dang. Missed. That's uh, huge. How, how do you Who does he think he is? That? Who does he? No, he went to the sideline. He didn't forget. I Pretty questionable. I'm <laughs> concerned. One thing I will say about Jordan Love is he is by far way more likable hmm? than the last two franchise quarterbacks that that team has had. That's <laughs> that's too early to tell. That's too early. Rude. Too tell. early to tell. Please. You, He's not as you egotistical. Wait until Aaron Rodgers, a and Aaron Rodgers was egotistical the moment he stepped out on that field. The moment he was waiting Just kidding. for the draft to start, that dude was egotistical and a narcissist. That's part of what makes the game fun is somebody having to You're chip still defending him all these years later. I know. <laughs> I will continue to do so. Why don't you go? You can go give up your Achilles for him. You can go out there. I'm not, Would you? I'm not ashamed. Would you? Give up my Achilles? Yeah. No. Good oh. heavens. Achilles! Good heavens. <laughs> Do it, do it again for the people, Ian. <laughs> Think of the movie, Troy. It's just that big guy yelling for Achilles who's never fought in an actual war. It's my favorite thing That's Ian right. does in his life is just him doing this. Just, if I could record it just for my birthday, I would. Three, two, one. Achilles! And it's really for his face because he's is. looking like a whimpering like I just, baby. I just do it. Well, okay, that feels like insulting. We have been asked to live stream the show <laughs> so people can watch. Rick can just come in. He owns the building. He doesn't need to. I know. Either way. Our last biggest news. Yeah. Hit us with it, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screw the Packers. We're done with the Packers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to, uh, and we're never done with the Packers. We're never done. (laughs) Sorry, Ian. (laughs) I was really excited to get to this last news. We literally never even said. Oh, yeah, what happened to him? The fact that they had a, a pretty big comeback win. In the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. I mean, Derek Carr goes down, and then there was a whole bunch of like analytical things. Yeah, so we were talking about happened. it earlier. They were down 14 points. They get their first touchdown, so they're down eight, waiting for the extra point. Instead of the extra point, they go for two. Get it. They're down six. Mm-hmm. End up getting the ball back about f- four minutes later. Score. Extra point. Good. Victory. Now they're up one, 18-17. They win. This is one of the first games I've seen the analytical. You're down by two scores. You go for two on the first touchdown, then you kick the extra point. Because if you miss it, you can always go back and get a, uh, an extra or a two point conversion on the second touchdown right, and make right. it 14 points total. So, one of the first times I've gotten to see that. So, thanks for bringing that back up, Ian. That was cool. Impressive win. There by you go. That team. Now, let's get to the biggest Shows news. The let's get to the yeah, biggest this news. This is the only news that anyone wants. To <laughs> Come on, baby. Yeah. Hit us with it. Oh, yeah, Hit us with it. We're Do it. So, uh, Hit me. This is for you, Amarizma. Uh, it's official. It's official. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are a thing. Oh, yeah. Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. Welcome Soak to it KC. in. Welcome to KC. Mm. She's mm. in her uh, Kelsey mm. era. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't cool. wait for the Kelsey tour. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. She's going to write such great songs about him. Loki, though, I... When they break up, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're both, like, so hot I that know. there's no way, like... Right, right, right. That can that can that can be fair. I know, and she only she only writes breakups. That's the purpose of her relationships is to expand. Well, that was the funny thing. Let's not. Uh, we're gonna yeah. have a question about the breakup potentially already. We're the, already talking about the breakup. We don't is, even know if it's confirmed <laughs> relationship. Does she break this it off before she goes on tour overseas, which is coming up pretty the, soon? The funny thing, I gotta give it Fox News or not Fox News itself, but Fox Sports when they were doing their whole like intro before the kickoff things. 
They had a whole segment about that. Did they really? They did. Well, it was like... Is Fox with Bradshaw? Howie, Tell me Howie who is Long, up there talking about it. Howie Long came up and he was talking to like one of the interns. Howie. And it was a joke because the guy was talking about like, oh, it's all connected. They're dating. <laughs> <laughs> and then Howie's like, no, I wanted like... I wanted stats. I wanted numbers. I wanted to see how like this... The field. Like I wanted... I wanted football stuff. And then Terry Bradshaw comes up and he's like... Do you see this? It's all connected. <laughs> and he got a picture of Travis Kelsey wearing a John Mayer shirt. Because apparently this is a, one of the breakup songs about John Mayer. Oh, my word. I just thought that was so funny. <laughs> I love everything about it. Yeah. But that's big news. I just, Kelsey and Swifty. I just love the fact that they start the game off with the camera. And the guys are just like, there it is. Mm. She's with Kelsey's mom. And by the way, during the game, I texted my brother. I'm like, should we live bet Kelsey getting a touchdown because she's in attendance? No response. Five minutes later, touchdown. Oh, I should have bet it. Hey, this also means that both Kelsey brothers are like uh, getting close with a Swift. Oh, DeAndre Swift, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on to our hot takes and questions. Our first one, while we're on the Swifty, let's see if you guys got a little uh, Taylor Swift love in you right now. Since we all know now that Taylor and Travis are a thing, what will the name of the Taylor Swift song be when they break up? New Heights, New Lows. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Um, I don't know. Bruised and Broken. (laughs) I'm going to say that the song is going to be based on his celebration that he's had the last two weeks. You punted my heart out of the stadium. Oh, Okay. That comes from our good friend Ryan Blackmore, listener of the show. So thank you, Ryan. Let's move on to just a couple of other questions we got out there. We're past the Taylor Swift. All right, let's get to the nitty-gritty, the football. <sighs> What's wrong with the Jags, Jamie Hessler says? Uh, Calvin Ridley dropped a pass. That's all. That's the only <laughs> thing. That... What was they this? led 34 points up from the Texans. What happened wrong? Calvin Ridley did drop a pass. <laughs> yeah. They're in shambles. They're like – I'm. I don't know what's going. I don't in shambles. Do you think I mean, come that? On. Come on, they, they got beat the by Chiefs the Texans. In, they lost to the Chiefs in a close game. Hey man, the Texans are won. on the rise. They're America's team. <laughs> are they really? Are we doing this? <laughs> oh yeah, the Texans. There's a team in Texas that's America's team, and it's it's the Texans. I could get behind this. I don't know whether to, how to respond to that, but I, like, are we just saying that last year they were better because they didn't have Urban Meyer? Like and now we're comparing is, last year's. So this like, is like actually. I'm now granted they did get beat to the Texans, so this argument is like completely. I just think you can say shambles after one bad game. Completely relevant, but you watch a lot of teams have like these really good seasons, and then they'll win the division, and then the next season they're not as good, and it's because they're actually playing better teams on average, because they were, they had the better record. Case in point, the Jags are against the Texans. Today. Right? Yeah. No, the Jags put nine say, points up. That's a nine points rival. against the Chiefs. Say, I did say nine. Yeah. But because what I'm, but what I mean is they were so bad with Urban Meyer that the record was so low that when they came back last year, their season, like who they were playing, were going to be on average lower level teams that they were beating, and thus they appeared to be better than what they actually are. And so then we get to this Can year. I tell you it what ha- my comp is for the that Jags? Happens. I'm not saying that's true. No, it, 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 it's a thing. It's a factor. I'm going to sure. tell you what's true right now. Strength of schedule. This is the girl who broke up with the crappy boyfriend. Okay? And the first you know, couple months look fabulous. You look fabulous on your own. 
okay? Successful, you're healthy, you're getting in, like, your good shape. You know how, like, guys, like, don't get in good shape and women get in, like, great shape? They got in great shape last year, okay? Okay. Okay, I'm following you. We're done with the running a marathon now. Now they're just living their life. It's kind of starting to feel a little <laughs> sluggish. Nine points on the Chiefs. Texans come into your house and beat the crap out of you. Like, right? doesn't that happen to every girl after they get broken up with? Yeah. I don't know. And they did. Yes. No? no. Yes, maybe. Well, I mean, it's a thing. It's a common narrative. But sure, I'm, now, giving, I'm willing to give the Jags an excuse here. They did a beat. Little bit. So they Everybody beat. gets a bad game one season. One per season. All right. I'll lay off. Not, I'm weird, I have until the end of the segment to take it back. I'm taking back the shambles. There is a weird thing where the, the Jags, <laughs> like they, like the, it's a divisional game. You right. know, divisional games are weird. Right. We're so. seeing other examples across the league of a supposed to be trash team sneaking up on a supposed to be good team. And uh, you just get caught That's off fair. guard. It happens sometimes in the NFL where you, you find yourself unprepared. Yeah. Thinking like, oh, we've got to we've got to break this week because we're playing a sucky team. Not forgetting that this is actually another team of professional NFL players who are preparing hard for this. Baltimore game. Ravens yeah. and the Colts. Baltimore this Ravens case and the Colts. Point. Cardinals, cows. Yeah, this ain't like college where you can just show up on game day and you, you can't can blow sleep out on any Colorado. Week. You can't sleep. So low blow, Sanders. Just waiting for you to bring it up. Hey, I'm really on. excited to see come this team. On. First time they lose, I pounce on them. Our next question. No, 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 no. To be fair, that game started. Before that game started, what did I text you? I, I don't know. God, I texted before that game started. The game they, happened. They had a touchdown, and you said this is no, going to be a blowout. No, it was before that happened. Fake news. No, it was before the game started. I texted that Oregon was going to slaughter that team because I was like, Oregon is just in a league of like they're just. Like, Colorado is, like, they've been fun. It's a fun thing to watch, but they are not on the same level as Oregon. Game started at 3.30, your text, Oregon is going to destroy them, 3.46. But that was before they had scored. Okay. Regardless. And you didn't even respond. And I was still right. It was still, like, two minutes into the game. Ian, you are right. I, I am right. I'm going to take your fucking sarcastic attitude shoving up your fucking ass. I am right. Speaking of things not good for my mental health, let's talk to, a, let's hear from a listener who definitely, I feel like this podcast is just not good for their mental health because not only are they struggling as a fan. Oh, are but you going to read a question from Justin? We, <laughs> but we continue to talk about it. This like, poor guy. This is what he said. Justin, Mike, come here to Jackson so we can. Give you a hug. Can we have like some sad music playing while you read this? Is that possible? That's not quite. I mean, we'll just let that sit close. in the background a little bit. I'll just keep hitting it, maybe. <laughs> Vikings go from 13 and 4 to 4 and 13. <laughs> I think Kirk plays all 17 games. I believe he has no trade a no trade clause. Vikings let Kirk walk. <laughs> they will trade Justin Jefferson for multiple draft picks and an asset. I begin to lose my insanity. This is the line that hit me. The Vikings are the new lions. <laughs> that is a man in deep depression. Wow. Justin, wow. What has this team done to you? I, Not only are you living in it, but then it's like you're reliving it with us. Yes. And then listening to it. Yes. Like so he's and he made a rule 24 hours I have to wait to text him for a question. I don't okay. bug him. 
because whatever's going on, I need to give him a break. This poor guy. I just feel bad. This is how I felt watching the Notre Dame game when they lost to Ohio State because they had 10 players on the field. Mm. And then they ran Gosh. where the 11th person was supposed to be. That was... The, Viking, the Vikings fan experience is it's, it's unique. It I, is. I mean, there are a lot of teams in this league. Would which you rather have that or the Lions? To, I, I would rather be a Lions fan. Uh, I'm not even joking. Like, I can this agree. Is tough. Like, to this, be, this has been a, oh. a discussion. Like, okay. At a certain point, you get so used to just being. To be fair. To be. I didn't say it all the way. Okay. okay. You get so used to your team being so bad that your expectations are so low. It is. That even is now. Yep. Even now. Yep. When the Lions are like yep. the favored to win the NFC North, I'm like, I'm not buying it until I see it. <laughs> And right. so, like when they you've been lost, heard so many times when they lost to Seattle, I was like, "Yeah, that's tip like that's a typical SOL. thing." So I was like, "That's a typical thing for the Lions to do." So you just you kind of just get used to it, you know? Like you really do. My my expectations are real low. I'm excited. I was happy they won. I'll be happy if. They but I just heard for Justin. I like, heard as for Justin. A hundred percent. What What do you think about this? By the way, I heard reports out there that the Vikings, if they lost this game. That they're going to trade that this is all, you know, reports. They're going to trade Kirk. They're going to tank for Caleb Williams. And Caleb Williams and Justin Jefferson is a quarterback-wide receiver combo. What do you think? Who are they going to trade Kirk to right now? Jets. Jets have already said it, that they're not going to take any money. They, they said they wouldn't sign anybody. You know, Wentz and Matt Ryan both reached out to their team. I saw that. And they both were like, mm, no. And then they saw Jack, Zach Wilson today, and they're like, I think they should probably change it. Take I, us take us to Eric's question as we transition to this. Yeah. If Zach Wilson is really that awful, isn't the coaching staff to blame for not even trying to make him better or understanding what he can do well so they don't waste an entire season again from Eric Giannunzio? Yeah, Gee, I, my I boy. I do feel like when I watch the Jets, specifically when you watch Zach, he's just – he looks lost out there, and he, he. The biggest thing I think that is his his downfall right now is he has no confidence, and because he has no confidence, he's second guessing every single thing. And in the NFL, you don't, you can't do that. You need to be a confident player, even if you're confidently bad in what you're doing. Right. I just like that. It's like Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. I mean. He he had at least confidence that he was going to make a play. They weren't always very good, but just why he would go thirty for thirty. Right. He was a deep shot all the time. Let's sling it. Get out there. Right. He like, took his shots. He had confidence that hey, my it's guy touchdown can go or interception. Right. No Zach, in between. Wilson yeah. doesn't even have the confidence to do that. Right. Do you see his all of this to be said? They had a hail mary to end the game, and Randall Cobb was inches away from catching this ball to win sixteen to fifteen. All of this being said, he had an awful game. I couldn't tell you one thing that happened in that game. That happened. That is crazy to think. That like, do you think that this narrative is still going if we say they beat the Bills and the Patriots and they're two and one? It apparently it, 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 it's, that's a totally valid question. Isn't that crazy like, to think? A single play could really turn change the entire conversation like, we're having. Suddenly right we're now. talking about the Jets. Can they win without Rodgers? But it's a totally different. But this was the same conversation we had last year. It was the same thing. Is like the Jets were like seven and two at one point, and then they couldn't win. Like because their defense was legitimately very good last year. Mm-hmm. And it probably still is. Le- like yeah, it, it is. is still legitimately very good. It is the only reason that team 
stays in it. It's why they can actually be in the game in the last few seconds with a quarterback as bad as Zach Wilson. Sauce Gardner at the end of the game got mad at Mac Jones because he said he hit him with his helmet in his private parts and doesn't want him to have kids anymore. That was a great, (laughs) great post-game quote. Just need that out there, okay? Wow. Um, We were talking about the Lions (laughs) earlier. Dan Brooks writes in big game Thursday. By the way, this is I love I love that Dan oh. wrote this in, but it's kind of like one of my like uh, you hear it in like useless sounds from like coaching staffs. Like both teams really want it. Who wants it more? Who needs and it more? Who need? Yeah, I'm sorry. They both more. need it. I, I'm. Do I need? Should I go take like a five minute penalty or something? No, no, no. They both want it. They both need it. It's a divisional game. It's gonna be. It's in Lambo. Is both three and zero. Both three and are two and one. Oh, both oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Both teams are two and one. I would say the Lions need it more though, oh. and the reason is because with it. the Lions have had had bigger expectations than the Packers did, and because the Lions had bigger expectations, you could watch the Green Bay like lose a game like this and be still high on their future. Versus the Lions are going to look at this game like if we lose this game. People are like the narrative. So this is more of a measuring stick for the Lions right. in it than it is for the. It Packers. was like one when they beat when if the, when they lost to Seattle they were taken back in the conversation because it was like oh they they sh- probably not should. a lot I really don't not feel a like lot, a lot because they hung in that game into overtime and the Seahawks are not a chump team and they lost the coin toss and that was a game that you you lost the coin toss you the were gonna toss. lose ah the, the coin toss there you go but, don't don't give Gino that field in overtime. <laughs> no. <laughs> But it's just, it feels like the expectations are greater on the Lions than they are the Packers. And I, I think so, too. That's why I would say they need it more. I actually don't disagree with anything you said. I think that the hype has been very high for the Lions. I think that they're more fragile and more vulnerable right now to setbacks, like really deflating yep. the momentum and enthusiasm that they have. They play with so much heart and intensity right now. That team is fired up and excited about the future. And, uh, and, and that's not really... The vibe that I get from uh, from Green Bay right now is more like. Are you optimistic. guys watching the game together? That's the real question. Together Thursday. I will I even know. watch the? Will I, even, dude? Dude, <sighs> get dude, over yourself. Dude, I am a, a like a the current president of the TBD Dub Club right now, and uh, I am sorry. Like I got to apologize that uh, uh, I'm living that uh, too busy didn't watch life. Right now, uh, so sorry. I haven't watched a second even, of football. You didn't, and I'm not bitter about it. Gosh. I'm not upset. I don't need to watch this football. So, lay off. So the Lions is who you're saying needs yeah, it more. The Lions need it more. Our next question. We got a few from Ryan Gates. Honestly, these were really good questions. So I, I'm just gonna list a few of them off. Which I want you to give me just quick right here. Which 0 three team has the most reason to be optimistic? Keep in mind. In the NFL currently, we only have about four or five teams who are 0-3 or potentially 0-4. Those teams are as follows. We have the Carolina Panthers, the Denver Broncos, the Minnesota Vikings, the Chicago Bears, and potentially the Cincinnati Bengals who are 0-2 right now. Who would who has the most reason to be optimistic? You know, we had this conversation and before we started, and I was leaning towards Minnesota, but I'm Minnesota. actually thinking I'm going to lean a different direction. And despite the fact of how god-awful they played. Don't say it. 
I'm gonna say it. The Bears? Don't say it. The Denver Broncos. I oh! knew you were gonna say that. Because, because, please, I'm all ears. Elaborate. God, because, what a terrible team. Tell me. At this point. Explain yourself. You're at the bottom. Share your point. How low can you go now? Go on. How low can you go now? There's only one direction. Don't stop. Up. You can't get any worse than where they're at right now. Because now everyone's like looking at your team like, okay, like. All right, was it Hackett last year? Like, okay, mm. Hackett was pretty bad as your coach last right, year. He's we a scapegoat all for you. <laughs> he was a scapegoat, but now, like, what are you going to do, Wilson? Like, you got Sean Payton. He's a Super Bowl caliber, like, coach guy, apparently. Right. You know? And Sean Payton, like, okay, Sean. Like, you have a, you have a, a, a Super Bowl winner quarterback here, but it ain't Drew Brees, and it ain't Pete Carroll. So, you know, I got this. But... I, I don't know, like, they're, it's becoming more obvious where they're at and that I think maybe the team itself needs to actually have, like, a recognition of, like, oh, maybe we do need to rebuild and we're not just, like, a coach and a quarterback away from fixing this whole thing. I think that loss, that type of loss, gives you a more clear forward path because now you can really look at yourself and be like, all right, we are actually suck. And I think they we were... We are actually suck. They are the definition <laughs> of suck. <laughs> and I think they were in denial to begin with. And now I think there's going to be a level of acceptance versus the Vikings probably are like, I don't know. We, I'm picking, we I'm picking the Panthers. Panthers number one overall pick, Bryce Young. So I got a lot of faith in that. You know, I... I are you kidding I'm, me? I'm with the rookies. So I sh- feel the worst about the Panthers. No, because no, that defense Panther. travels. That defense travels in a crappy division. Defense, I could see them rally it, off some wins. It, it is hard to sustain year after year a defense. That is really tricky. They we travel could, well. Their defense plays well. After the last two or three years, they've played very well. They have, but it is hard to sustain for a long time. And You could have said that a year ago. They just spent the number one pick this draft on someone who doesn't look great three weeks in. Doesn't look that exciting. I mean, I'm you're, concerned. You're the number a... two pick looks great. The number two pick looks really great. Well. Not the number one pick. Are you really going to let one week decide if Stroud is that good because you put 34 points up in one week? You're going to win one week? You wouldn't let the Jacksonville Jaguars be bad because of one week, but I now mean, he gets to be good because said, of one week? We, we're three Richardson, weeks. Richardson, before three he got injured, in. also looked significantly better. But... Stroud looks like the best of the class. Definitely. Based on participation, because he's been there for three weeks, and the other ones have only been there two. No. Ooh. No. Like, <laughs> and each week, he has been the best of he's the He's the only class. one that played this week. Every week. In week one, he was the best of the class. This in is week a, two, he was the best of the class. False. And in week three, he was the best week of the two, class. Week two, is This is a best. ridiculous conversation to be having right now, three weeks into the season. So, why don't we table that? <laughs> Next one. Which head coach will be fired, and why is it Brandon Staley of the Los Angeles Chargers? <laughs> I didn't Gates. even answer the question, but that doesn't matter. It Which doesn't. head coach will be fired? You can answer this one. It's got to be Brandon Staley. Who else could it even be? Dennis Allen? I don't know. Uh, oh, it could be it could be uh, the Browns guy. Yeah, yeah, Matt Eberflus. Oh no, that's Eberflus's, the Bears. Isn't it that, the Bears? That yeah, Eberflus it could be Matt is the Bears, but that is also a fair pick. Yeah. What is it, Stefanski on the yeah, Browns? Kevin, yeah, Kevin Stefanski. He could be. He could be. It's possible, but I think I'd be more worried about Eberflus or uh, Josh McDaniels or 
Um, you ready for me guy. to hit you with one? What about Bill Belichick? Oh, duh, oh, Belichick. Yeah. They wouldn't fire him as much as they would ask him to resign. Yeah, force a retirement. I could see that. Yeah, they couldn't. They wouldn't actually want to use the language of like "you're fired." <laughs> they yeah. would want to try to phrase it as That's like fair. he is retiring. Now, our last question comes. It actually was from last week, and he reminded me. He's like, "Ah, oh, this question didn't get to put get put in there. We need to make sure that this one comes up." So, as our listeners know, when questions are sent, we read them. All right, they don't just get sent to the forgotten twilight zone who will play more games this year cooper cup kyler murray jonathan taylor or tom brady <laughs> thanks ryan tom brady is not coming back to play i think everyone can like collect it there's like some like you sure there's like absolutely are we really sure though yeah 100 percent. yes he still hasn't signed his paperwork to be an owner of the raiders yet that doesn't mean anything i also watched him run out no, there's you just you guys just like to be spicy with Tom Brady sometimes because I think there's like some hurt wounds there Don't that you put can't me in get. This. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not even you. Engaging. Yeah, Kyle. I'm not saying you. you. This is most Kyle and I both are like this. You're right, Ian. <laughs> Who's your answer, Kyle? I'm gonna go. Let's see. Since you want to answer the question, <laughs> I don't know what a question. What a fun. Was Jonathan? What's going on? With He's on a, the four week IR. So oh, this is yeah. his third week out. Next week he'll be out, and then he can play after. I think he'll play. Yeah. Yeah, it'll probably be Jonathan Taylor. I guess I'll just pick him. Ian? Yeah, I'd probably pick him. All right, Jonathan I got Tom Brady. Uh, <laughs> our next segment, last year we kind of did weekly segments where we all came up with things and did it together. <coughs> we're not going to do that this time. We're going to kind of have a weekly segment that we each uh, talk about. And I'm going to start with mine. A little cool. bit of award time. Okay. This week's award is called the Ferris Bueller Award. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. What is this award and who could get it? The Washington Commanders will be attaining the Ferris Bueller Award. Some may wonder what it is. Well, it's for the team that just didn't show up. We thought they died. We're deathly ill. We prayed for them. All along, they just weren't there when we called attendance. The Bills have been a team that I, in the past year or so, have labeled fraudulent. Many times. I don't trust them. They beat the Washington Commanders 37-3, to and it should have really been 37 to nothing. but it's one of those things where you kick the field goal so you don't get shut out. At least I could fake that the Broncos were there, even though they got 70 points put up on them. They had a couple explosive plays that I could say, oh, they were at least there. I couldn't tell, I couldn't tell you one first down that it was attained by the Washington Commanders. You lived at second and 18 the entire game. Bueller. Mm-hmm. Bueller. <laughs> Bueller. Are you there, Bueller? Oh, it's bad. Thank you, Washington Commanders. Wow. That's for you. That's my weekly segment when it comes to award time. Kyle, how about you hit us up with something moderately interesting? That's what your a, a weekly segment is, right? Your weekly award. Yeah, it's kind of an ambiguous segment where I just talk about whatever is kind of on my mind. And, and I looked at a lot of stuff this week, and I just wanted to share with you what, what happened to interest me. It, could, it might not interest you, but we're three weeks in. Three weeks of football. That's a, what is that? A, a, a fifth, a sixth of the season? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Don't do math. I can't. It's the sixth. Anyway, we've got... Uh, I, I was interested in the stats. 
The stats. Like, who's performing so well three weeks into the season? Now, don't look anything up. I'll just ask you some guys. All right. Uh, you ask me some guys. Ask you some cues about some guys. Dress up in tight pants and play a sport. Um, Soccer? Let's talk about the QB leaders mm. this season. Ooh. You guys want to guess. I've got the top five here in a lot of categories. Let's let's look at the sack rate. Okay. Or the sacks. Total sacks. Who gets sacked the most? Yeah. Who's living that sexy life? Justin Fields. Uh, Justin Fields is not in the top five. For sacks. Wow. For sacks. Wow, that's surprising. Not in the top five. Because he's been hit a lot. Yeah. Um, Kenny Pickett? Is not in the top five. Come on, you guys. Okay, it's going to be someone who's going to surprise me, so I'm really trying to think. The leader has been taken down. Russell Wilson. Not in the top five. What? No. Patrick Mahomes. No. Stop it. The leader has been dropped 19 times in three games, if you can believe that. Number two, 13 times, and the others a dozen times. Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones has was dropped 12 times. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, on the board. So what about uh, Trevor Lawrence? No. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I mean Zach Wilson. <laughs> oh, no. D- I, I don't know. All right. Uh, Joe De- Burrow. Uh, no. Desmond Ritter and Deshaun Watson also were sacked 12 times. Oh. So far. So they're getting an average of four sacks a game. Uh, 13 for Mr. Ryan Tannehill. Oh, oh Ryan God. Tannehill. I totally forgot that guy. Spider existed. 2 eye banana. And <laughs> 19... <laughs> Sacks uh, for Mr. Sam Howell. We just talked wow. about. Wow! Yeah, the Washington Commanders. Are, I never would have guessed that. Uh, they're letting. I just forget about them. They're letting, they're letting their quarterback man. down. Well, and they're is, picking uh, him back up every time, though. That is a lot of sacks per game. How is that possible? <laughs> How about interceptions? Who's the leader in interceptions with five so far? I'm going to say Justin Fields. No, it's Sam, it's Sam Howell. It's Sam Howell. Oh, oh my gosh. Are these all going to be Sam Howell yeah. stats? Fields and a lot of others have three. And there are three individuals <laughs> who have four picks so far. I thought three uh, games in. What's his name? Josh Allen was going to be in there. Allen is, has four picks. That's How about Trevor Lawrence? Is he in there? No. Okay. The other two with four picks so far are Daniel Jones and Russell Wilson. Russ. No, Zach, Zach Wilson. Oh, damn I it. Say. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Damn it. <laughs> you made me look like an idiot, Kyle. Okay. <laughs> Good okay. job. Okay, okay, okay. Let's, let's have more fun here with the touchdowns and the passing yards. Because this... Oh, Tua, number one. <laughs> Probably by a mile. No. Uh, and both of them? <laughs> number two for both of them. What? Yeah. Brock Purdy. J- uh, Justin Stop. Herbert. Stop. Herbert is... Uh, third in passing yards and fourth God in passing touchdowns it. with six. So Russell Wilson and Justin Herbert have six touchdowns so far. Uh, if you jo- tell me, Jordan Purdy. Love has seven, so he's third. Wow. Tua has eight. He's second, and someone has nine. Correct. And then for passing yards, is this the same person for passing yards and for, for passing touchdowns? yards? Jared Goff is fifth. There you go. And or 19 so far. C.J. Stroud is fourth in the league. Some say he's having the best rookie season. (laughs) Okay, Justin Herbert is third with 929 yards over C.J. Stroud. And Tua is second with 1,024 yards through three games. Which is over 1,000, which is incredible. 
MVP. I'm trying to think. Who, who I think it's Josh Purdy. Josh Purdy. Josh What is it? What is it? Brock. Together. Josh I'm Purdy. so out of it. Gosh, for, uh, Let's go back. I'm going to cancel this. Like, it's what probably going to be. What if I told you it was Dak Prescott? No, I don't know if I'd believe you because their first game of the season. I mean, it clearly it's not it. Deck. It's not Deck. Oh gonna, my gosh, say, you'd have blown my mind. What if I told the you first season, the first game was all defense. I was so like, Josh Allen? No, it's not Josh Allen. No, no, no. I say, but just tell me, it's the undisputed best Gino. quarterback in the NFL. You know, <laughs> God, it is the man. Who really defines this league? The poster child for the NFL, the man we all know and love, the one and only future MVP of this season. Oh boy, Kirk Cousins. Oh. <laughs> so that's for you, Justin Matson. That's and for you, Justin. Is. The best quarterback in the NFL is on the Vikings with a 108 passer rating so far through the season. Oof, he is playing three. like an elite quarterback. I don't know how this is possible that they could be 0 3. They hung in all three of those games. But this is like last year, except to really to say that it is Kirk's fault is just stupid. It's just stupid. This this is the thing that's always been true is it's almost always never completely Kirk's fault, but he's the easiest scapegoat. He's an easy (laughs) scapegoat. How do you explain this to me? Explain this to me. Let me talk for a sec. I don't have the answer. Okay. Okay. I, I am challenging Justin Matson to join us and discuss Kirk Cousins. Whether it's you know sending in a sounder breaking down why Kirk Cousins is the problem, or sending us in a diatribe. I would prefer audio. Or if he came here in person, we got fourth mic in here. We want to hear from you, Justin. So this might challenge is, you, do. Justin, because I truly can't. We. We can't because you talked about how unique the fan experience is being a Viking. We can I can't put myself in that hurt. I don't know, not J, not Jalen hurt, uh, but I can't. I need the fan to come out here and do this. Okay, yeah. we need Justin to true. come out here to explain. This it. is the I, thing when I think about the Vikings is because last year, I mean, thirteen and four, but they had all of their wins by one score. That currently, there's only three games in the season. They have lost all of their games by one score. Last year, they were like historically very lucky, and I think right now they are getting the opposite side of the coin, and they are being like really unlucky Mm. with the way things are. Kind of like you can't predict one possession games in the NFL, kind of thing. Yeah, right. It's tough, right? Because they like you look at their scores like for some of their games, and they're not like. Yeah, oh, like they've put up points. It's surprising, like that they're zero and three. Yeah, right. So, well, I think that's fair to ask, and Justin, that's our challenge. You okay? Before we move on, I had one little stat I wanted to throw out there. Do you know that the Broncos this year have scored sixty nine points? The Dolphins put up seventy on them today. Let's move on to our uh, segment with Ian. Ian, hit us with our ranking games. Where we blindly are ranking different. Uh, All right, these objectives. are going to be. You're going to have to think a little. You know, like put all your. Uh, like, you know, what you think you know. Oh, okay. Okay. I know okay. nothing. Kyle, did you watch football don't, today? Don't let... <laughs> TBD dubs, man. TBD dubs. I'm don't the guy, I'm let the president these of the things... Club. Don't be fooled. Because we're going to do... 
a ranking of the most unlikely things that could happen. Ooh! So these are these are several things that Taylor Swift better be in one of these. Unfortunately, <laughs> damn it! All right, go ahead. These are things that technically could happen, but the odds are not in their favor. Meaning, there's probably not a good chance of these things happening, <laughs> but they they could happen, and we're gonna rank them. Number one being the thing you think is most likely going to happen, and number five being the thing you think is least likely going to happen. Okay, hit me with it. All right, let's, go, ready? let's go. Let's go. Let's number go. Number one. Do it. Hit me. Let's Brock go. Purdy, league MVP. I'll put that at a four. Jeez, uh, the freaking wheeze. Okay, yeah, four sounds right. <laughs> but I don't know what else you're going to put on here. You're probably going to put some real wild stuff on there. So I'll just put I'll just put him at two. I don't know. Be- Ooh, two. I like that. Purdy, he's on one of the best teams. I feel league. like you're gonna you're gonna throw some crazy ones out there just to mess with us. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Tampa Bay wins a playoff game. Oh. All right. Three. I think that's more likely than. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm in agreement with that. I think yeah. it's more like because they're in a bad division, right? So they like winning their division is They could be like, hosting a playoff they game. They could be hosting a playoff game, which at that point you're just on an every given Sunday And then they'll flip. probably be like against the Lions or something. Oh god. <laughs> okay. Or, no, they'll be a wild card, so they'll probably play the Packers or the Seahawks. Let's hear our third one. Sean Payton resigns before the end of the oh season. Oh my gosh. I want it to be one, so I'm putting it at one. <laughs> okay. Sean Payton resigns. Oh my gosh. I think that that's with the way their seasons <sighs> has started. It's got me really excited. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go four. Wow. I don't think it's going to happen. I think he'll bench his quarterback. I think he'll squeeze out a couple of wins and whatever. There'll be some reason to hope. Okay. Bengals missed the playoffs. Mm. Uh, one. Currently, it feels very likely. Yeah. That does feel very likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Note to, to listeners, we have not watched the Monday night game yet. Right. That has not yeah, been I would put that at. Uh, I'm going to put it at five. I think that they're going to make a comeback. Last one, and this is typical Kyle fashion, is going to be number five. <laughs> Crap. But for me, it'll be two. Lions to the NFC Championship game. Oh, definitely five. Should have been one. Wait, did you say most likely or the least likely? Number one is the the most likely. Oh, okay, so is that, then I'm right. So, it should be five. So you're saying it the is Bengals, the least likely. So you're saying Bengals are potentially could miss the playoffs. Totally. That's and possible. Purdy has a chance to be MVP. Of course he's got a chance. I actually think he has a better chance. It's a narrative award. People like the story. He's going to be. performs well, if they're the number one undefeated, seed. undefeated. If except they for the get game the game number one seed, he'll he, be the MVP. Out of, in my opinion, out of all of those things, he has the best setup for success. He's on probably the best team in the NFC with some great weapons. With a great coach. Totally. I think he could do it. Yeah. It Our, always goes to the one or two seeds quarterback. Yeah. And so that comes down to like basically four guys. Currently, I, I would imagine Tua is probably leading the, the polls in that. But just that's just based on his performance right. from Sunday, which was yeah, yeah. absurd. <sighs> totally crazy. Our next segment is about your guys' fantasy league. Before we had some, was it Rick's wife? Who recorded that? Who did the fantasy update? That was Adam's wife. Yes. Okay, Adam, Adam Silver's wife, Kamish. Emma. I mean, Emma, uh, Ellen. Gosh. I'm Ellen, in a... <laughs> <laughs> Do you mess that name up, Kyle? <laughs> Shut up. 
He's gonna punch me when we get in the car. But right. uh, I want to hear your guys' fantasy update right now. They're enjoying they're enjoying a vacation in Ireland right I now. Feel I feel like know. Rick is the Top of the Monday, last with Dark Potato. Currently Rick feels like the, the league favorite to me. He his Whoa. team is pretty good. It is very strong. Is it this is a fixed league? No, well, he had the a, number one draft pick. He, he took Justin Jefferson. And he's also got uh he's Puka got, Nakua. He's got yep. Uh, yeah, Say it again, got, Kyle. He's got Puka Nakua. Yep. Puka Nakua. He's got Justin Herbert, Bihan Robinson. He he took some gambles Bijan. on some Bijan. some rookies that are like really paying out. Yeah, he didn't draft Gibbs. No, someone else got Gibbs. Jordan or uh, Addison? No, Addison didn't get Gibbs. Addison loved. He went a little too hard on the lines, but he beat me last week, so I can't. I Even though that. they lost, that's Even a riddle. The Lions yeah. lost. I, I think I'm riddle. about that, to go had, 0 three. I had Patrick this week. Mahomes. Isn't that great? No, I was really bummed that they benched Mahomes because I really needed him to to pay out for me because mm. I had Brandon Ayuk. From the Niners in, and I didn't realize that he was injured, and that he was right before the game started. Was if was you lose this out. week, that that will be why. That will be. It's why. a big fat zero sitting on your uh, fantasy league right now. Any it other is. big things from the fantasy league you guys want to mention to the people who aren't listening I can't or that I'm are listening that aren't in the league? All oh, I know is currently me and uh, Rick are in a heavy heavy match right now. Heavyweight match. That heavyweight is a match. tough. That is a tough match. Rick has put up insane numbers yeah. uh, on his team. He's had a lot of points and, this, this week. So the fact that you are holding steady against him is impressive. It's because and, I had Keenan Allen, who uh, stole a teddy from Justin Herbert, who was on his team. Totally. And I loved that. It's yeah. been good. It's been fun. Okay. Kyle's going to be 1-3. Uh, if you... Um, I'm probably going to be 1-2, but I have a shot to be 2 So far, the trend is I basically lose because of my opponent's defense at the end of the mm. season. <laughs> First uh, week, somebody had the Cowboys defense. Yeah, this week, someone had the Bills defense. Mm. who got them 33 points. Oh, my gosh. Totally. Yeah. So, you expect when your defense to come up other? big against me. Uh, who's, who's your defense? Titans. Titans. Okay. Titans. Well, they're they were gonna, okay. They were okay. They're going to come up big for you when you play me. They've been, like, steady. It's I can stupid. generally get points. Is, fantasy football is stupid. Well... <laughs> That's our fantasy update for you guys. So let's move on. We have two, actually two types of games we want to talk about right here. One of them Ian came up with and one we normally do, the must-watch game of the week. We're, it's between two. We talked a lot about the Packers and Lions that play on Thursday. Um, I, I'm i excited for that game, but the big one to me is Miami-Buffalo. 100%. I've talked about Buffalo being fraudulent and Miami, who I think can take it this year. And if two is healthy, that's a different team. Uh, last year, at this exact week, they played at Miami. They ended the game, you remember, in the sweat fest. It was like 115 degrees on the field. People were passing out during the game. Right. Um, players were going down left and right. Right. And the Dolphins won because the clock ran out because of poor time management two different times to end the half and end the game for the Bills. This time, it's at Buffalo. That changes a little bit. Um, that would be why I would make that my must-watch game of the weekend. Um, but, Ian, you came up with a better name for a, a game that we have on the slate next week. There's a game, the must-not-watch. No, there was a better name you I had for it. I can't remember what it was. You just don't want to watch it. It was like the shit game. <laughs> the shit bowl. Well, I don't know what I said. I think Ian said, like, don't ever fucking watch this game again if your life depended on it and you only had to watch one game. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, this, it, this is the game that if it's on the TV, you are probably better just turning the TV off 
Because I would still watch it. I don't know. You would watch. If I could watch football. If you could watch. I would watch it. Would. You guys are spoiled because you get to watch football on the reg. Okay. Casey, loves, right. Casey loves football. I'll put it on, and she'll like she'll be playing around, and Kate and then Shannon will be running around, and I'll just have the game on, and Casey will clap anytime they do anything. And then whenever you stand up, and go! <laughs> she does the same thing. She she claps and she goes, "Yay, football!" <laughs> Even She's when so like, innocent, she is. So and what's she, this game that we shouldn't watch? Oh yeah, Denver Chicago, absolutely <laughs> awful. <laughs> the two teams that got absolutely handed to them this week are playing against each other. True. Sounds terrible. You know, we didn't even touch on the cows losing to the Cardinals. I, someone explained to me why we're looking at the winless teams right now, and the Texans and Cardinals are not in this group. I mean, the I, 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 I'm just so baffled. I'm so baffled. Three the Cardinals words, three are trying for to you. tank. The Cardinals are tanking. Why are they going out and beating the cows? Any what? given Sunday, baby. No. Any given Sunday. What? This Cardinals team is the most mismanaged franchise in all of professional football. This is a stupid team that cannot get anything right. They do have to pay for They can't even food. lose right. It's so not dumb. This idea of like a team tanks, I don't think that's ever true. I haven't seen a team more built to tank than... Then the Cardinals. They got rid year. of their quarterback four days before the season. We're like, let's bring in this other guy. They didn't even have a quarterback. Their stupid coach is like, well, we're a strategic advantage if we don't announce our starter. Did you have fire in your belly or did you drive in or did you get on a bus? Did you ride the bus or drive <laughs> well, a car? What a stupid idiot. Do you want to know what? He beat the Cowboys, though. What's going That's, on? He beat Mexico's team. That stupid idiot beat a different stupid idiot. I know that's right. I don't. I don't understand. Let's move. I was getting excited to see Kyler traded to another team this coming year. Why? What are you Why talking is Ky- about? What year is it that you're excited about Kyler Murray? Hey, hey, <laughs> be nice. This isn't 2022. <laughs> this not, he wasn't even good last year. 2021. This isn't even 2020. <laughs> was he good that year? I can't remember. Yes. Let's move on to our locks of the week, the games that we guarantee will win. I have the Cows over New England. (laughs) I think that the Cows are going to bounce back. I think that losing Trayvon Diggs uh, late in the week was really detrimental to them. And I think that, uh, honestly, Hollywood Brown made them pay for that. That was a guy who was going to be on uh, being covered by Diggs, and he took advantage. He had a hell of a game and definitely in crucial moments did well for them. Kyle? My lock, uh, we're doing locks? Yep. Yeah, my lock of the week, I think the Eagles are going to take the Commanders out. They're going to win? I am very confident. Divisional games. They're not going to lose, right? Divisional games. Never can predict those. You're such a Ian, who do you got in your lock of the week? Minnesota (laughs) over Carolina. We were just talking about how Minnesota is probably better than what their record is. This is like unheard of. You are picking an 0-3 team (laughs) as a lock. Let's just... All right, let's just sit on. I that. love it. To I love clear, it. To be clear, oh, it should be clear. <laughs> oh, it's changed. Now. This is <laughs> this is two zero and three teams. So I'm picking an zero and three team to beat a different zero and three team. Mm. An zero and three team, by the way, that we were just talking has the current best quarterback in yeah, the league Kyle, to it. beat 
a quarterback on a different team that isn't so good. You don't need to get so, all mad. So hey, you really analytical, me, You literally gave me all the ammunition I need to be convinced that Minnesota is actually good, the much better team. Totally. Well, Ian, they wa- are the Chargers of the NFC. The Vikings are... But they play today. They Each are, other. They have a, a special gift for finding creative and surprising ways to lose. Yeah, but Carolina's bad. Well, that's true. That's very Ian, <laughs> while we're talking about you being mad, how about you pick your upset of the week? I'm going to say Atlanta Falcons over Jacksonville Jaguars. I think oh, Atlanta's... Back to back, Jacksonville. I think Atlanta is a little bit... Uh, I don't know. After watching them sneaky, play against sneaky? the Lions, mm. I think they're actually they're sneaky, sneaky. Are they still mm. America's team? I, I, <laughs> I, I, yeah. Could they no, be I, North I, America's team? Right. Oh. Desmond Ritter's got to step up. No, there's yeah, Central America, Bajan. South America. Kyle, how about your upset of the week? My upset of the week, I think the Packers are going to beat the Lions oh. on Thursday Night Football. Why you got to do that? Thursday night. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Kyle officially did not do the – we need to talk about this. He didn't do the Kyle pick. Kyle always picks against the Packers or any team he really wants to win because then no matter what, either he has the points from picking it correctly <laughs> or his team wins and no, he doesn't really even care. I could care less about winning the game. The old Packers won. Come this on. is the first time Come he's on. putting his money where his mouth. Look, that's for you, buddy. That's for you. Soak it in. It's a fun game. I'm excited. I got the Miami Dolphins as a two-and-a-half-point underdog to the Bills. I don't understand how they're a two-and-a-half-point underdog, but they are. And Ian talked about it earlier. Ian, you said? It's a historical thing because Buffalo has been historically better than Miami. Miami's, Especially as of recent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to give the, the betting line to yep. the team that's historically been better. Yeah, especially especially when it's like that close. Fascinating. Do you well, guys? Know? It's the best defense that the Dolphins have had to play so far this year. So maybe they'll be put to the test. And it's in Buffalo, we shall see. We shall so see. that's another factor. Miami. Yep. If it was in Miami, I actually think it would be flipped. I actually think you're right because okay. Miami Two and would have points though. Come it'd on. be five point flip. You know, that's for home field advantage. Come on, Miami's in Miami. Miami, it's 120 degrees. Miami's the right. only stadium that I think has a true. Home field advantage. Really? By the way, do you guys know why ducks have feathers? No. To cover their butt quacks. Thank you for listening to the show. The point after, send this to your friends, your family. Send it to your enemy. Okay, let's see if... Kirk Cousins! Let's see if uh, they want to give us a question or a hot take. Okay, uh, we appreciate you listening to the show, having fun with us, sending us questions, and... Can't wait to hear from you. Let's go, Lions! Next. Go, Kirk! Time.